The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the one God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. Last Sunday was the actual feast day of the baptism of Jesus. But because we have a tradition of celebrating Epiphany with the three kings here at St. Andrews, the transfer of this feast day has been moved to today. In our gospel reading, Jesus comes to John to be baptized by John. This story about the baptism of Jesus by his cousin, John the Baptist, is, a one, is one of obedience. It's an example to us about participating in the outward sign of the sacrament of water baptism. My favorite part of this gospel reading is what I, is what I would call the climax of this story. The voice of God heard by all in this telling of Matthew saying, this is my son whom I dearly love, with whom I am well pleased. This is a proclamation to all about who Jesus is. It was a public nodding of what he came to do. And how interesting that this observation of the baptism of Jesus has fallen on the day which we commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King for me, and I hope for you, has a lot of meaning. One of the major points that I like to remind people about Dr. King is that we must remember, first and foremost, that he was a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it was because of his committed calling to this gospel that he was willing to put his life on the line to speak up for the dignity of every human being. And if you're thinking that phrase sounds familiar, it does. And we'll come back to that. And he ultimately gave his life towards the achievement of this dignity. Dr. King was committed to the struggle that it took in this country in the 1950s and 60s to fight for and uphold basic freedoms for African Americans. And by all indications, it certainly appears that he had had a glimpse of the price he would have to pay for this commitment. And like Dr. King, it appears that John knew the price he would pay for pointing people to Jesus because John was eventually beheaded. And John saw the same degradation of humans in that day, just as Dr. King was gravely aware of the degradations of humans in his day. John boldly pointed out the stark realities of the religious leaders' behaviors. And in verses just previous to today's gospel reading, John takes an in-your-face attitude with the religious leaders by calling them a bunch of snakes. I'm sure he was not voted as man of the year that time. <laughs> 
And Jesus, too, knew the price he would pay for pointing people to God, for reminding people that they are worth being loved by our heavenly parent, and they are worth being treated well by their fellow humans. This was revolutionary stuff. John talked about someone greater than him who was coming, and Jesus shows up referring to God as his father, flat out saying he's the son of God. This is the gospel which Dr. King was called to preach. A gospel of love for one's neighbor, a gospel of devotion to the Messiah and the Savior of the world, a gospel that beckons us all to not only submit to our heavenly parent, but we are called to live by a gospel message that points us to Jesus and to loving and caring for one another. Radically loving and caring. Now by mentioning Dr. King in the same sentence with John the Baptist and Jesus the Messiah, I am not attempting to deify him, but I am merely pointing out the characteristics that it takes when one has a calling on their life. And as a Christian man, as a pastor and leader of people, Dr. King knew his primary task was to challenge people to walk in Jesus' footsteps. And he was willing to live out what is in our baptismal covenant. That particular characteristic, one of commitment, is one that we are called to as believers of Christ. As you will be reminded of in a few minutes when you reaffirm your baptismal vows, we are compelled to uphold the dignity of every human being. There's that phrase again. That's a good time to be reminded, this is a good time to be reminded of what depths are about our baptismal vows actually reach. Dr. King spoke directly of human dignity on more than one occasion. One of my favorite quotes by him is, now is the time to lift our national policy from the quicksand of racial injustice to the solid rock of human dignity. And he was consistently reminding his listeners of the foundation of his calling. He was heard to say, like, like the early Christians, we must move into a sometime hostile world armed with the revolutionary gospel of Jesus Christ. With this powerful gospel, we shall boldly challenge the status quo. Whether John intended to or not, he was boldly challenging the status quo. And he was paving the way for Jesus to come behind him and go even deeper challenging the status quo or the religious leaders of that day. To follow with sacred allegiance the very God whom these religious leaders purported to worship in spirit and in truth. And as we remember Dr. King, we can appreciate the characteristics which molds and beckons hearts to dare to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Like I said, in a few minutes, we will, you will be offered a chance, a chance after these baptism, after the baptism, to reaffirm your baptismal covenant. I would ask you not to just read the words that are on the paper, but truly consider what it is you are vowing to do as a follower of Jesus Christ. Pay particular attention to the questions near the ending of our vows. Will you proclaim by word and example 
the good news of Jesus Christ? Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? And will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? Indeed, we will. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. <laughs>